Welcome to another installment of Cracking Open, the podcast brought to you by the Sage Circle. In this series, I interview Sage Circle members to find out about their intuitive journey and development. Today's guest is Kristen, and she shares with us her mediumship experience as a youth that set her on her intuitive course, how her grandmother gave her extra support she needed, and a fun story of her results using GCP. Let's jump into Cracking Open. This podcast is brought to you by The Sage Method, the most comprehensive and down-to-earth intuitive development training available. Is this your year? Is it finally your time to increase your intuition, bring in more abundance, and experience the bliss you deserve? If yes, then join thousands of students across the world for a seven-week journey to uncover your natural, beautiful, and strong intuition. Visit us at thesagemethod.com for more information. Welcome to another episode of Cracking Open, the podcast. I am here today with Kristen, and I am so excited, Kristen. You are um, such an amazing Circle member, and you've been in the Circle for a while. I'm just so grateful that you're here with me today. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here with you. Let's jump right on in. I want to know about your intuition. When When were you first aware of it? How did it unfold for you? So I was young. I was about 12 years old. And I was in eighth grade. I grew up in a very structured religion, which was very strict. And I sort of knew the whole time I had this, I just had these qualms with certain things. I really liked it. I liked certain parts of it, but other parts, I was always questioning what happened to us after that, always asking that question. And when I was in eighth grade, as I was saying, um, my teacher lost her daughter. She was only three years old and it was just tragic. And I was beside myself. I saw her hours before it happened. And I just remember my heart just fleeting. I was like, this is, how does this happen? And I knew I could feel, because sometimes even if you're very devout in a religion, you can start questioning it. When things like that happen, you start to you're like, what, why, how? And it's like, whoa, and it just blows you over. Um, And so, you know, in between the ceremonial things, it was all within the week that she had passed. I was, you know, sleeping in bed. I wasn't sleeping, but I was awake and I was like, I could just feel my heart. It was just, you know, just wondering and just like, uh, you know, why and, and things And I felt, you know, I just felt very strongly. And then I felt something at my feet and I looked down and there is the three-year-old standing 75 to 80% there. I shot straight up in my bed and pulled my feet towards me. I was like, oh, okay, this is happening. This is happening. And I just, and, and she's, she looked at me and she said, I want my mommy. And I, and I was like, is there a light? I didn't, I mean, you're trying not to freeze because you want to help. You know, you just have that like, oh my goodness gracious, you know? And so I said, is there a light? Do you see a light? go to the light. And she disappeared. And all I could do is kind of, you know, hold myself in a little ball, hoping that this little soul found her way. I was like, I was so just hoping for her that she was okay. And, you know, she was with the love and with the light and everything. So it was very profound. It was very profound in my life. It was just that moment in time where some things are answered that you wouldn't normally, I wouldn't. And when I grew up in the faith, I it's not really answered for you. It's, it's like you, if you do A, B, and C, then you'll get to D. Yeah. And then you don't know about D. 
you got to have the faith. And then when you get to D, then you'll find out. So, but of course me being the curious person, I'm like, no, what? No, I want to know what's, what you got to tell me what's happening. Cause I think I already, I think I already had that sense. Mm-hmm. I think I already, always had that, that connection. I was very empathic. I was a very strange child. And I was, and I would cry, you know, I would get upset. And my mom was very strong. You know, she's a nurse. She's still a nurse and a nurse with you. She's like, why are you, why are you like, kind of like, why are you like this? And not in a mean way, but it was like, you could see me crying. Like, oh, no, I don't want to be like this. You know, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be upset. So I don't, I'm not sure why this is. And I think then you just start sort of building this wall around you because you don't want, you know, you could get bullied and all this other stuff because you're, you know, you just feel things. So and you're different. Exactly. And, yeah. To have it open up <laughs> that young and on top, I mean, it's already tough to go through the teen years, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then to right. have that on top of it. And it sounds like you've got that deep em- empathic thing set with you for, you know, probably since birth. Right. I call myself a human antenna because I just pick up things. So I also gave her a poem too and I love this poem and I should I really should share it um if you want me to share it I don't know if I can I might start crying because I found it and I thought I have to do something for my teacher you know I have to do because I loved her she's one of my favorite teachers and I have to do something so I went to Walgreens you know my mom was a card person so I found this card and I was like this is it this is what she needs to know and it had this poem on the front and this poem ended up being on the program for her service for her funeral and like the whole school turned out obviously a lot of like besides the youngers you know but the junior high went and everything so if you want me to share it with you I will I would love that are you ready here we go it goes do not stand at my grave and weep I am not there I do not sleep I am a thousand winds that blow I am the diamond glints on the snow I am the sunlight on ripened grain I am the gentle autumn rain. When you awaken in the morning hush, I am the uplifting rush of quiet birds in circled flight. I am the soft stars that shine at night. Do not stand at my grave and cry. I am not there. I did not die. Oh, that that gives me goosebumps. <laughs> goosebumps. Right? <laughs> and I'm like, but you know, the tears, I think the tears come from that unconditional love because that's what it is it's pure love and that love is so I feel like it's such a high vibration our bodies our physical bodies kind of don't know how to utilize it so it comes out in tears that's what I like to say yeah that that really resonates that really resonates so at that age you have a spiritual connection with that little girl uh, assisting her in finding her way deeply meaningful Sounds like you kind of quietly went through those teen years and early 20s. Yes, because as I said, the faith that I grew up in, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was taboo. Like we didn't talk about that stuff. My grandmother, of course, I had to bring a grandmother because she was awesome. And my grandpa was awesome too. And my mom's parents, both of them were, but I was closer to my mom's parents. And my grandma actually had a Ouija board. Yes. And when I, the next year she pulled it out and it was one of those old school big ones. And she said, she's like, you know what I like to ask? I like to ask, what are the initials of your husband going to be? And we got to it and we pulled out D and C. 
And now I had some things before I married my husband now, but I knew I wasn't supposed to, this is my second marriage. I mean, I knew I wasn't supposed to get married the first time it was, I had my daughter. So when I met my husband now, I didn't even put two and two together, but his initials are DC. Nice. How cool is that? Yeah, that was an amazing moment. So I love my grandma. She always, and she always told me, she's like, the angels are watching you. You know, the angels are watching you. So just a quick shout out to all those grandmas out there. Yeah, when, because you know, I know people that are listening that are like, yep, my grandma had a huge impact in my life as well. And they, they are that unconditional love. Yes. You know, if you're she lucky told to have that. That's she, she told me, she always said that. She's like, you are love. You're full of love your love, you're loved and you're beautiful. And like, I was very fortunate. I consider myself extremely lucky to have that because that's, they just taught me all about love and unconditional love and how it works and how it is. And that's the basis of it. That's the, that's the basics. That's the foundation of intuition. So tell me another, tell me about another significant intuitive moment because clearly you have some mediumship skills. Have you had other moments that were really impactful? Well, let's just say, I I actually want to fast forward. I've had, I've had many and they, they usually come to the foot of my bed, but I'm not practiced in it. You know, it doesn't happen. I've actually last night just came up with the brilliant idea to grid before I sleep. I GCP I'm like, I want to set up a grid because sometimes as a lot of people in the circle, I'm sure know, sometimes when we sleep, a lot of things come to us. So I set up a grid and it did work. It works pretty well. I think it filtered some of the things that normally come through. Um, but fast forwarding, one of my favorite intuitive experiences was when I found your white room, when I got to the meditations in the sage uh, circle course. And I was like, all right, because I had been doing the same meditations. I learned about meditations from Buddhism. I had to learn about all the other major religions. So when I learned about Buddhism, I started a meditation practice and I thought this is pretty cool. So I've been meditating for a long time and I had these meditations for years and I thought, I'm like, yeah, I was like, Bo has more meditations for me and this is a different format. So let's see what happened. So when I did the white room, that's my jam. Uh, I don't think it was the first time either, by the way, even though I've meditated for so long, I still have, things don't always happen in my meditations. Um, but the, it was like the second time I got to the white room and I'm sitting there and I sat and I'm waiting and here came a Native American and sat in front of me. And I was like, this is happening. That's my favorite So I So I patiently sat there and I thought, okay, be cool. Just be cool. Don't, don't scare him. You know, because sometimes when you when you get to that point, you just stuff kind of fleets away from you. So I'm like trying to be cool, and and then all of a sudden, like, God, this giant eagle comes and sits on his shoulder, and I was like, Whoa! We're just oh, sitting there, like, Lord, and this is happening again. And then I said, all I could get out of my mouth was, "What's your name?" And very slowly, he said, "Chief White Horse." And I was like, okay, cool. And then I was like, because I was following, you know, write down, you know what, and look it up. So as soon as I was done, I was like flailing over to my, you know, phone, like, oh my gosh, I have to look this up immediately. And as soon as I pulled up Chief Whitehorse, it came up that he was an Osage of the Osage Indian tribe in Oklahoma. He lived to be about 108, 109, second to the last of his lineage for being chief. 
and you're never going to believe <laughs> who was the next in line was his son and he was white horse eagle oh wow so I had goosebumps i was like whoa I was like this happened you know because then then of course coming from the scientific like I said in the religious background where you're not supposed to talk about this stuff and you know all this I'm you know that's where your confirmation your validation is like yes you're like yes this is it and and then I and then I try to pull it back you know of course I try to pull it back I'm like no no I don't need this validation I don't need this but it's just so cool to see it it's just so cool to see it and to be like oh this happened it did that happened well we don't need it but it's it's encouraging isn't it it is it is it, it's always good to be validated it's yeah. always good yeah it, and it helps it's like okay this happened and these pieces came together so I don't know I think I it, it just expands it and it opens it a little further every time that happens that right. is really cool it was super cool. I'm so happy to be able to tell you because I was like, you know, you just want to get on the phone, but there's not too many people you can call and tell. You know, mm -hmm. I did tell my best friend, but she sort of looked at me like I saw the dancing frog and she didn't, you know, and I, but she, she's behind me, but Absolutely. it's just funny to see the face. She loves you unconditionally. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> she's like, cool. <laughs> well, this is, I, I'm actually really even more grateful now that you're in the circle because there are people to be able to share this with. Oh yeah. That's why that's, that's the huge thing is that I can, I do have some people that I met and I can, I can go on messenger and be like, Hey, this happened to me. Or you can post it. You can post it up in, in Facebook, which I'm obviously, I think it's kind of funny that it's like, okay, quick, get a bunch of introverts together. Cause a lot of, I think a lot of people who are like, let's get a bunch of introverts together and see who talks. <laughs> and I have to laugh because I'm like, that's me. I'm like, I try to put things out there, but it's just like, you know, I feel like I have, you know, other sage students are like, go Christian, just do it. And it's really awesome to have that because they're like, no, no, you're right. Just go. It's like the other validation. So you have yeah, these students. Exactly. That is, that is hysterical because you're so spot on. It's like a bunch <laughs> of introverts get together into this stage circle and we're, and we're all like, you okay? I'm okay. We're okay. This is awesome. And then they can slowly have this place where they can start to talk about it because these things happen and there are these bizarre experiences sometimes and you can't, you have to filter them or change them to right. share them with, you know, sometimes the people closest to you. Right. But at least, at least in, in the community, you can just be like, okay, then I saw this frog and then the frog did this and then the frog did that. And then somebody's always going to come back and be like, oh, that happened to me last month. Okay. This, 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 this. <laughs> it's, it's really, but that's a great way to explain it. Great way to explain it. I love, I love it. it. I love it. I love everyone in this circle. Yeah. They're, everyone's awesome. They, they are. I'm so grateful for it. So moving forward then here we are today and you're using your intuition on a regular basis love that you put the grid up around your bed that was super smart um so what parts of your life do you find are even more positive as a result of this maintain like uh, not maintaining but consistently following your spiritual path um a lot of peace a lot of peace in my heart and more peace in my heart means the more I can share with others. 
uh, and um, more understanding of myself. Like this has connected so many dots for me. I mean, there are so many things where I'm like, oh, that's why. Okay, now it's coming together. Like it just, it just connected so much. And now I can, now it's like, I can just kind of continue forth with the knowledge and it keeps coming. So thankfully it just, it keeps coming and, you know, with new, new things that come out and everything. There's just, um, I, I consider myself a lifelong learner. So I feel like this is something that I can learn from for the rest of my life, really. And use. Do you find that you, um, your toolbox gets bigger and bigger, or do you have certain tools that you just really, really are your go-to like meditation or something like that? Well, well, meditation's every day. Like that's yeah. a practice. That's something that I've gotten into because that's really important. I think it can be important for everybody because that's your time. Mm -hmm. And, and it is a practice. It's something that I don't, even though I've done it for so long, I still have issues. Like I still can't, some days there's something that happened and it's like, I have to do the hamster meditation within my meditation because I have to get the hamsters out because they're all running on the wheels. And I'm like, you know, you're just kind of like, ah, everybody quiet. We're trying to be quiet here. And um, yeah, so I don't, it's not always perfect. It's something that I will always continue. It's like, I want, you know, I want to I want to get the little bits of information as much as I can. So I have to meditate, like since I've had things happen. So I always try to encourage other people when they, when they are in there saying, I don't know about meditating, but I love GCP. GCP is necessary. And I will tell you that my dog has dreams while we're in sacred, sacred space sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I'll have to GCP sometimes twice, but then he'll calm down. It's amazing. He'll calm down or one of my earbuds won't work. And I do another GCP and it starts working again. And it's, it is super amazing. And I've also had a lady yell at me in the park. I have to tell this story because it was the funniest thing. My, I let my dog run around the softball field, which you're not, no dogs allowed. You're not supposed to do that, but nobody was around. Of course, you know, here's me. And but, I mean, nobody was there, you know, and he doesn't do anything. I make sure he does everything before that going in that area. And this lady couldn't control her dog. And she was going, she reminded me of an angry Pomeranian. She was like yelling at me, like, and I was just standing there staring at her. And I felt like I had a spiritual wonder woman in front of me with her little, you know, her gold cuffs. And she was just, yep. and it was just bouncing off of me. And I said, come on, Noah, we don't have time for this. You know, and I did, I, I took him off. I took him off the field because he didn't listen to me, but not because she yelled at me but because he wasn't listening and I was like, you know, we need to go, but that I could feel it. Like you can feel the barrier of the GCP. It's just amazing. That's and for you as an empath. I mean, that's huge. That's absolutely oh, yeah. huge. That's because I've been brought to tears before. You, yeah. You didn't spend the rest of your day carrying that woman's anger. No, I didn't. In wow. fact, I kind of thought it was funny. I kept picturing a Pomeranian dog jumping, you know, how they bark and they pop at the same time. Yeah. That was really cool. That was, <laughs> and I just laughed. I was, like, I was like, that was pretty funny, you know, obviously. And then you go back to the fact that something within her, you know, it's something within her too. And it's, it's interesting to kind of look at from that perspective. You have a whole new perspective on things. Yes. That's the biggest piece for GCP for me is you know, ground clear and protect practice is just all of a sudden you, you see things 
through your own energy body instead of through an energy body filled with everyone else's stuff and perspective. And so it's probably the most unique feeling to be like, it's all me in here. Exactly. You know? And then you feel exactly. like you have so much to give too. Right. Right. And then you can say, I love me to that person. I love me. I love me. me. It's hard to say that. It's hard to say, it's hard to get used to saying that, but that's something else I've, I've gotten used to to say, I love me. Yeah. It has something to it after a while. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes just a part of you, which is actually the true part of you that was there from the beginning anyway. Exactly. The authentic self. I love that yourself and where you came from the love Mm -hmm. to be that connected. That's right. Well, I would love to ask if you had one or two pieces of advice for somebody that's walking their spiritual path, what would you tell them? Definitely be persistent and consistent and always believe in yourself never underestimate yourself. You're an extremely powerful, we, we all, you know, we're very extremely powerful beings and we're capable of so much, so much. And, and, and it, when it goes out into pure love, like it gives me goosebumps and I, you know, you send it out with the pure love. It's just even that much stronger. So mm-hmm. just keep going, just keep going, you know, keep doing the practices and um, again and again. And you know, eventually things will really like, I feel like you just sort of hit this point where, and then, and then sometimes when you're going along, you're doing the exercises, you have to notice those little things because sometimes it's something that's right there, but you just didn't see it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just right there. And you're like, okay, there it is. And then you kind of go from there and it can, it can really domino effect. So I always say, just keep going, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. (laughs) I absolutely love that. And you are a a shining example of that, you know, the daily meditation and checking in and more and more opens and more and more balances. Exactly. Exactly. Like firm kind of stance on your actual spiritual path. Right. And then when you put yourself out into the world, you're more your authentic self, because I think I'm so grateful for that foundation that I came from with my grandparents and them and how they said, this is love, do stuff. And that's another good thing. Good point is when you do something, when you pour your intention out, when you're putting your intentions out, put the oomph into it, you know, put, put, do it like you mean it, you know, because sometimes sometimes you can just say, oh, you know, I want to, you know, I'm intending to do this or you know, you're not really kind of meditating on it. You're not really thinking of it. It's still powerful. It's still thoughts turn to things. But if you can feel it, if you can conjure that and get to that lottery winning feeling, you know, you can, you can really roll with that. And then when you put yourself and other things into the world, then you're really shining your light. Super bright. Super bright. Super bright. That is so wonderful. Kristen, thank you so much for being here with me today. Well, thank you for having me. I hope I could help some people oh. too. I always, I'm always that helper person. <laughs> <laughs> You're speaking to our people. Yes. Compassionate giving, helping people. And just for you to share your story here with me today and with everyone else means a lot to me. Thank you. Well, thank you. And thank you for everything you've done and created. Thank you. Bottom of my heart. Bottom of my heart. Love to you.
Love to you.